entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders. That's you, by the way, so you can inspire others. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at csuiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. My guest with me today is Ari Weinswig. Hi, Ari. How are you, sir? Great, Marty. It's fabulous to be back. Yeah, you are back. You're you're kind of a regular, but this is the first show we're doing in 2019. That's how That's much true. regard I have for you, my friend. Well, you're the first person I'm getting interviewed by in 2019, so we're on even ground here. <laughs> we are on track here. Let me introduce Ari. Along with Paul Saginaw, Ari Weinswig is the co-owner and founding partner of Zingerman's. They started Zingerman's Deli in 1982 in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and this since has grown to what they now call the Zingerman's Community of Businesses. I don't know, 11, 10, 12, something like that. There's a bakehouse, there's coffee, there's meal order, there's Zing Train, a bunch of others. Well, I guess we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute or so. Ari has authored several great books and pamphlets on the topic of business. We are going to t- going to discuss his pamphlet, which is titled The Art of Business, Why I Want to Be an Artist. Before we get started, I want to say this also. The word mensch comes to mind when I think of Ari Weinswig. So, uh, Ari, again, welcome to the show. So, where did this whole idea of treating business as a work of art start? Where did this whole concept begin? Well, I, I, in hindsight, I can sort of see where I was thinking about pieces of it many years ago. But in the, in the more current context and, and really the driving force for this pamphlet came out of uh, work that I had done, which you and I talked about, about the uh, the Power of Beliefs in Business book, which is a much bigger book. This is just a little pamphlet. But uh, that whole book, which, as you know, uh, is, is based around a self-fulfilling belief cycle, which I learned from Bob Wright in Chicago, and he learned it somewhere else that he can't remember, so I don't know who to give the ultimate credit to. But anyway, it's a self-fulfilling belief cycle, and, and basically what we believe leads us to take action. Uh, our actions lead to people around us to form their own beliefs. They in turn take action appropriately based on their beliefs, which it turns out 90, 95% of the time reinforce our original beliefs. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it also turns out I learned from studying this, and I'm certainly not the only one who's done it, but uh, that there's a little filter between our action and our beliefs. And it turns out that we all have a high tendency to filter out 
all the information that does not fit with what we already believe, mm-hmm. and we seek out the information that supports what we believe and fits with what we're looking for. Hmm. This is going on in my life. It's going on in yours. That's why I'm on the show. That's why I like you. That's why you like me. That's why your (laughs) listeners are tuned into the show. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does play a really big role. Sure. And uh, just as I was approaching the end of the book and, you know, I'd been working on it for about three years. It's a big book. And it started to dawn on me with both of those things in mind, a the self-fulfilling belief cycle and be the fact that people see things differently based on what they believe that if we started to look at our businesses, like we were making art or poetry or sculpture or some sort of music or design that we would just, we would see a lot more. We would pay a lot more attention and that our actions based on those beliefs would be far more caring, uh, far more considerate, more mindful, more intentional, because, you know, when you're painting and you put a brushstroke on the painting, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, and I think a lot of us, you know, have grown up understandably, but we, we treat the small little things in our lives as if they're sort of just, you know, things to pass by en route to something more important. But I, I, I really started to realize the obvious in hindsight, which is those little things are really all there is. Mm. So that's really what drove me. Hmm. Yeah, I have the uh, Power of uh, Beliefs in Business book right in front of me. Yes, it's a big one, and you know I did, in fact, read it. I read the whole series. And by the way, the uh, pamphlet... part of why I like working with you. <laughs> the, uh, by the way, the pamphlet and the books are available on zingtrain.com, zingtrain.com. I'm accurate with that, aren't I, Ari? Y- you are correct. That's our training business. Also has where our, our uh, training seminars are at, too. Yeah, I don't want to get off track because I want to talk about mall being in Ann Arbor, um, and it's easy for me to get off track. But I'm going to stay on track. You uh, go so far as to suggest that the next time uh, someone asks asks us what we do for a living, you you say, well, tell whoever is asking that question that you are an artist. That's kind of out there a little bit, my man. Talk to me about that. It is. I'm I'm out there. (laughs) So are are you. That's why we're having the conversation. Well, I just I I think it doesn't have to be artist. It could be musician. It could be poet, whatever. But I I think that people, you know, if you say whatever, you're a business person, you know, not that they're not interested, but people meet a lot of business people. If you say you're a professor, they might ask your topic. But I think my experience is just when if, if, if you say you're a musician, people sort of their eyes light up a little bit. They look at you a little odd, like. How do you make a living doing that? But I think that it just engages the conversation a lot uh, in a lot more interesting and in a deeper way. And I I actually did this exercise, uh, which was a little bit of a a risk I had never done in a, you know, in a large group. And when we did the uh, one of the pamphlet release events that was at Zingerman's Roadhouse, I actually had, I don't know, there was about 70 people there and I had them all after a few minutes of introduction, turn to the person next to them. And instead of introducing and telling the life story that they normally tell to talk about their art, right. And their art might be that they do accounting, but to really talk about it as if they were making art and not just, you know, in quotes, the job that they typically have. And in a good way, it blew me away, even though I kind of hoped for it. Uh, it actually played out just as I had hoped, which is that people's energy went up. People were talking much more interestingly. And even, interestingly, too, is there was one woman in there uh, who's a musician and she 
came away from the exercise super energized. <laughs> I could see it. Well, I teach networking and how to build a dream network and those kinds of things. Often we have uh, mm-hmm. several classes, and um, like others, like a lot of other things that I've uh, borrowed from you, I'm using this. You, I'm, you're giving me permission, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's spot on, man. You know, especially you're in a network uh, networking event and someone says, what do you do? Instead of saying you sell insurance, say, well, I'm an artist. And then yeah. you can go on to uh, give more details. I, I think that's profound. I, I think that's absolutely special, man. Um, I really do. You strongly believe this stuff and you really believe that business is really art. And you say in the pamphlet, well-crafted Original art in our products and services, engaging language in our marketing materials, and compassionate, kind, community-oriented workplaces. You believe that's art in business. So maybe absolutely. go a little deeper on that, Ari, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, You know, this isn't really a val- negative value judgment of people who are doing it differently. I just, for me, it's a whole lot more interesting and I think rewarding and fulfilling to be able to make something really special. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, you and I have talked about my anarchist stuff quite a bit over the years. Uh, one of the key tenets or beliefs of anarchist thinking is that the means that we use, the means that we use every day need to be congruent with the ends that we want to achieve. Right. And so if we want to make something really special, then it means really every little interaction that we have needs to be special. And so I just, you know, I, I, I think I start to pay even more attention than I've been paying for all these years, which is 37 almost now since we mm-hmm. opened the deli. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it's, it means that every greeting that I give to an hourly employee, it's, it's an artistically driven, you know, how do I make this connection special? Uh, you know, when we put a plate of food out, how do we make it special? When we write ad copy, how do we make it special? And of course we want to sell also. But the point is that if we're making something really beautiful and we're bringing beauty to the world, whether it's through human interaction, through our culinary work, through the books, uh, et cetera, it's just going to make everything better, I think, more rewarding, more more peaceful, more positive. Yeah. My guest is Ari Weinswig. He is uh, with Zingerman's. Uh, you can go to Zingerman's.com, which is going to get you to, to their mail order business. You can go to Zingerman'sCommunity.com and learn more about the whole community of businesses. And speaking of that, apparently your approach, along with your partner, Paul Saginaw, has had some positive effects. How many businesses do you now have, Ari Weinswig? I don't know. You gave some numbers early. They seem pretty good. We'll 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 do uh, about sixty five million dollars in sales this year. Wow! And uh, we have about seven hundred staff members year round, and then we hire about three hundred and something more at the holidays, mostly for our mail order business because we ship all over the country and then also quite a few for about 30 more for our bakery, our bake Zingerman's Bakehouse, where we uh, bake a lot of the stuff that mail order ships. Yeah. So, you know, we're yeah. trying. So I, we have a lot more to talk about, but I want to make sure people understand that you made a um, business decision years ago. Uh, you could have yeah. franchised, you could have done different growth strategies. You decided to dis, to uh, basically stay in the Ann Arbor, Michigan marketplace. Why, why did you decide to do that? 
Well, I felt strongly at the time, and I would say even more strongly now, 27 years later. I, I just think it's it's more interesting. <laughs> I think it's special. Uh, I think that there's just, to me, doing business. I'm not, Again, I'm not judging that other people have sure. to do it the way that we do it. But, but for me, doing business in the town uh, in which we're living and present, engaged with the guests, engaged with the staff, Etc. In a in a meaningful way, just makes it way more interesting and I think more rewarding for me. I mean, there's you know kids that have grown up eating our food. Uh, there's people who have been coming in, you know, who met at the deli, who've gotten married. There's you know, I mean, there's sure. a, thousands and thousands of stories like that. And I, I just you know, I, in, in the wine or the food world, in, in French, they talk about terroir which is kind of a fancy sounding word, but it really just means the influence of the soil mm. on, in, in the wine world on the grapes that grow there, right? Because if you pick up the same grapevines and you move them from uh, Bordeaux to California, it doesn't mean that what you grow in California will be bad. It just means it will be different because the soil is different, the mineral content is different, the microclimates are different, et cetera. And, uh, and, and I think that the foods that we like from, from day one, have always been the ones that are rooted in the community from which they come. And I think it's meaningful to me is to create a business that does the same thing. So in many ways, we, Zingerman's Community of Businesses, we're informed by the terroir of Ann Arbor, right? We're part of this community, the, 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 the character of the community, the diversity of the community, uh, the university impact, et cetera, all have been a big influence on us. And then hopefully, as in any sustainable, healthy ecosystem, we return that iteratively uh, back to the community. So, you know, over all the years we've been here, I I hope that we've made a positive impact on, on the town and the people that live here and the culture of the town in which we're a part. We run into people all the time who are uh, connected to the University of Michigan, and the very first question I ask them is, well, do you know about Zingerman's Deli? And the answer always is yes. And so I proudly say, I kind of know that Ari Winesway guy, you know? And then we talk about (laughs) Zingerman's Deli. Okay, so in addition to Zingerman's, is Askinosi Chocolate Another example of seeing business as art. I want to keep driving that thought process to seeing business yeah. as art. Is yeah. is Sean Askinosi a good connection as well as a Zingerman's? Yeah, I, I think I, my opinion, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's, it's not for me to judge in the same way that, you know, I'm not an art critic, so I'm not going to walk around and say this business isn't art and this is. I think what's important is, you know, art, music, poetry, sculpture, whatever. I mean, when they're done well, it's an expression of the passions and dreams and soul and spirit and values of the artist, right? And and that it's not uh, the artist going out there and saying, well, what's the easiest thing I can sell and what's the quickest way to make a lot of money? Not that those are inherently bad, but I think great art, pick your musician, pick your artist, pick your poet, whatever it might be. It's always going to be somebody who came at it from the heart and did something that was meaningful to them. And when it works, it, it's also meaningful to their public, right? So, yeah. you know, Bob, Dil- Bob Dylan, you know, whatever comes to my mind, because it, look, he doesn't have a great voice. <laughs> he, he did by, by, by conventional standards, he did it mostly wrong. His phraseology is kind of yeah. out there. His, 
you know, he, he played harmonica while he was playing guitar, I mean, et cetera, et cetera. And yet he, he clearly made something of his own that whether you love his music or you don't, everybody knows who he is and yeah. he made a mark that's still meaningful in the country today. And I think that Sean, uh, in that same way, I mean, he's not, he never, didn't try to be somebody else. He didn't say, oh, there's a hole in the market. This is what I'm going to do. He actually left a very, from what it sounds like, <laughs> lucrative law career. Uh, to switch careers to something which I can tell you is nowhere near as lucrative, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is which is yeah. making bean to bar chocolate, and yeah. he started to do it at a time when hardly anybody was making bean to bar chocolate, and he's done it in a way with fantastic community impact, uh, both in Springfield, Missouri, where he is, uh, and then also you know in the producing countries, Tanzania in particular, but Ecuador, et cetera, and and then his book, uh, Meaningful Work, which I know you interviewed him about you know, is a fantastic example of putting out those passions down on yeah. paper. And and just to embellish the thought, I mean, I think you can see the care and attention to nuance and, and aesthetic and detail, even just in his packaging. Sure. You know, and it's, it's, there's certainly products out there with great packaging and lousy quality on the inside. And that's not the point, but he's making amazing chocolate. His, his work in the community is, is wonderful and generous and, and inspirational. And the beauty, the beauty of the package that it goes in does the same. Yeah. And just one last thought on it and I'll shut up, but is uh, we're he and I are doing an, an event around yeah. his new book, meaningful work and the pamphlet uh, together this week at Heath ceramics uh, in San Francisco, and they're yeah. another company. If you look at their plates, you look at the, the pieces that they produce out there at Heath Ceramics, they're gorgeous. And there's an aesthetic and a, and a vibrancy and a, an energetic feel to them that's just something special. Yeah, I don't want to oversimplify it, but thinking of your business as art allows you to be, it's a different point of view. It's just simply opening yourself up so that you too can have expressions of your passions and so that you too can live a better life, quite frankly. And Ari, I know you and Sean live good lives and the work that you are doing is, uh, is resonating literally all over the world. So, um, so how do we... Okay, how am I going to ask this question? So uh, we've got people who listen, who are in manufacturing. They're in logistics. Yep. They're in... Yep kind of boring stuff man as a general statement help me help me help them how do they look at their work as art help me out well i think first of all all work is filled with repetitive (laughs) tasks correct so uh you know if if you look at a professional basketball player most of their work is watching game film working out in the weight room correct running working out with the team. If you look at a professional musician, no matter how famous they might be, uh, it's the same thing, you know. But if you if you look around the country, I mean, there's people, I think that you can put beauty into anything. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK comes to my mind as something, you know, of a completely not glamorous business, but they, they turned it into something yeah. you know, really remarkable just by yeah. having some fun and paying attention to it in a different way. So I, I, you know, and remember all, all, if you're in manufacturing, it's all this, all the materials are being used to make art, right? So 
it's it's not like the materials are from some other planet. They're the same ones that are being used to yeah. do beautiful metal work, right? Yeah. So I, I think it's it it manifests in all our actions. It can manifest in the break room that the staff go into. Sure. You know? Yeah. I, I was uh, I was just to say like an example of what it's not like really. It just you know because this is all in the front of my mind. I went into a uh, a rental car office. And it's a perfectly fine company. I'm not down on the company, but I just, I have all this in my mind, right? And so I go in to pick up a rental car and, you know, the the carpet looks like it should have been replaced 15 years ago. Mm. The posters on, there's two posters or three posters on prefab walls, their company ads. You know, there's some smudgy counters. There's some pencils laying out. You know, I mean, it's just the, it's yeah. just everything about it was the opposite of this. And I feel bad for, it's not like it was bad or the people in there were doing a bad job, but I mean, it's just like to work in that all day just seems very onerous. Yeah. And again, I, it just, it's a, it's a different way of looking at things. If you're the business owner or the leader, or the manager, you're going to lead the way on that. I believe, although everyone can have an impact. I'd like to close with you sharing the story of uh, someone you have in the pamphlet and by the way, the pamphlet is called The Art of Business, Why I Want to Be an Artist, and I do too, by the way. You talk the story, uh, tell the story of Brandon Clark, and he told you yeah. along the way, here's what he said, thanks for helping so many people be artists in such a great organization. Ari, how did that make you feel? Well, when he said that to me, it was actually... Early in my thinking about this, I hadn't even written anything about it. Um, so I think a, it proves the point with, with of the beliefs book, which is that everybody's a creative, intelligent, insightful human being uh, that's got interesting things to offer. So I think it was amazing because he it, certainly I wasn't fishing for that compliment. I hadn't even really thought about it that way. But the fact that that was the feeling that he got out of the work, uh, it meant a lot meant a lot it's a small thing but i think those are the things that to me that make it worthwhile yeah i caught you off guard a little bit there you got a little emotional for a second there um so well um why not and you do man part of the the work i mean is well i think that's part of the work is just yeah you know the artist takes their emotion and puts it into their art and i think that when when the artist is trying to do what they think they're supposed to do whether it's in business or in, in painting, it doesn't really work. You know, when the artist takes their own emotion and their passion and they put it out in a form, and again, we need to sell it, but but we put it out in a form that expresses that emotion, uh, a lot of good things are going to come from it. So my guest is Ari Weinswig. You can learn about their mail order business because you want to buy a lot of products from the right now hearing this story. You'll want to support them at Zingerman's.com. You can learn more about everything they're doing by going to Zingerman'sCommunity.com. And I want to make sure I do say you can go to Zingtrain.com. That's Z-I-N-G, Zingtrain.com. You can buy Ari's books, the pamphlets. You can learn about all the training. He is a world expert envisioning and we don't have time to cover that so Ari I can't think of a better way to kick off 2019 than chatting with you so thank you so much my friend it's my pleasure and as you know my email is Ari at zingermans.com so I'm happy to share more thoughts uh, directly and uh, if you have time for me to read two lines from it I would close with that go 
So this is a little story I found while I was working on this, and I put it in at the end of the pamphlet because I thought it illustrated so amazingly what this was about. So it's from James Baldwin, the writer, and he said, I remember standing on a street corner with the black painter Beaufort Delaney down in the village waiting for the light to change. And he pointed down and he said, look, I looked and all I saw was the water. And he said, look again, which I did. And I saw oil on the water and the city reflected in the puddle. It was a great revelation to me. I can't explain it. He taught me how to see and how to trust what I saw. Painters have often taught writers how to see. And once you've had that experience, you see differently. And I think for me, that's really what this is about, because I start to see things differently. And you start to look for the beauty. Uh, and it's all around us if we look. Uh, Oscar Wilde said we're all laying in the same gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. So I think this is a way to really make my life more beautiful and, and help me to make the lives of others around me more beautiful. Ari Weinswig, thank you so much. Thank you, Marty. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show, but stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.